These are the Rural Generalist Supervisors of the Loddon Mallee region, training tomorrow's medical workforce across the northwest of Victoria. These supervisors take the specialist skills they've honed over an entire career and mentor, train and guide rural generalists towards a dynamic and fulfilling career in rural medicine. Now, supervising trainees might seem like a one-way street from the outside, but teaching the next generation of doctors is something which challenges the ways you practice and keeps your skills fresh. This is something that Dr. Alison Walker has discovered as she began supervising trainees. As the Director of Anaesthetics and Intensive Care at Mildura Base Hospital, Dr. Walker trains rural generalists in anaesthetic skills. Well, so there are a number of the advanced pathways that can be done at a place like Mildura. We, we obviously um, know about the anaesthesia one. We've been doing that for eight or nine years now, but also ED and ONG uh, can be done here. And there are other, obviously, pathways, advanced skills pathways, you know, internal medicine, health, uh, mental health, pediatrics. We don't offer them here, but they can be done in hospitals of our size. What's the training experience like for a rural generalist developing anaesthetic skills in Mildura, given that you have a reasonable team of anaesthetists there? We're quite lucky. We've got four specialist anaesthetists, fans trained anaesthetists up here, but we also have a number of uh, GP anaesthetists in town, some of whom we've trained and some of whom we haven't. The training itself, the GCCA training is a year long one, uh, focusing very much on rural and regional practice, getting the practitioner up to speed on the sort of things that they might encounter in a rural community. And we very much gear our training towards that. And I'm the FANSCA supervisor, but we also have a GP uh, anaesthetist supervisor, also doubles as a mentor role for the GCCA candidates, you know, someone that's actually doing the job. So. So that's been good to have GPAs working within our hospital once they finished their training. What's the importance of a GP developing subspecialist skills within anaesthetics? Look, it, it really is uh, key to providing good healthcare to the vast amount of the population that are in uh, rural settings. If we just think even of last year in the COVID landscape, Mildura itself has specialist anaesthetists, that's fine, but there are surrounding towns that don't. However, for example, a, a GP anaesthetist that we trained here is working in those smaller towns. And so I then know that I can uh, rely on, on that GP anaesthetist that's been well-trained past the exams to provide care if required in a COVID setting. And we would support them in that regard. So if you, and if you look in uh, Australia-wide, there are something like 700 GP anaesthetists working in a variety of settings, but usually they're quite isolated, they're on their own. And so it's important for places like us to provide support and encouragement and good training so that when they do go out and they venture to these smaller communities, they can provide good healthcare. What's been your experience supervising trainees? Uh, it's been really good. The great thing about having a trainee is that it makes you raise your game. You have to make sure that you're teaching people the right stuff and, you know, out of date, you have to be in date. Uh, so as a supervisor, that's great. And also just sharing your skills and seeing someone go from maybe having very little exposure to anaesthetics and anaesthesia practice 
to being able to fly solo and taking them on that journey, you know, from being a very baby anaesthetist to, to being able to do stuff on their own and being confident and competent in various aspects of both emergency and elective work is really good. And also working with them to work out their scope of practice and what they would be comfortable doing, what they wouldn't be comfortable doing and having some conversations about that, because especially if you're a, someone that then subsequently goes out and works in a, in a remote or rural setting, you have to have fairly clear ideas of what you're comfortable with and what you feel that you're competent to deal with. It sounds like as you supervise these trainees, you develop a sense of what can and can't be done in smaller health services and more remote communities in the surrounding region as well. That's exactly right. I mean, if you come through and you train with us, for example, we will always offer you the consolidation year, the year afterwards, because a year is not a long time to be training to be an anaesthetist. You know, most most specialist anaesthetists do five or six years. And so it's good to have that consolidation year uh, of learning, you know, what you, and as you practice, what you can do will get slightly bigger and slightly bigger and slightly bigger because of course experience plays a huge part in in any specialty, but anesthesia particularly is a, it's more akin to an apprenticeship than it is to a book learning kind of specialty. You know, it's a lot of technical skills that you have to learn. And so it really is an apprenticeship. And, you know, the, the GCC and passing that is the start of your journey to becoming a, a GPA uh, that provides good service out in the community. And what's that learning experience like at the base hospital and across other sites in Mildura? So we very much, uh, if you come on board, you're sh- you shadow an anaesthetist to start with. So you, you don't do anything on your own until, you know, everyone is confident that you know what you're doing. There's some technical skills that you have to uh, get proficient at, you know, putting in drips, putting in endotracheal tubes, putting in LMAs taking an anesthetic history. So the first few months is all about learning all of that. And then subsequently, there's a sort of how we do it here is a stepwise progression. You know, you might do a case on your own with me sitting in the room. And then if we're happy, then you might do a list on your own with me sitting in the room. And then I might sit outside the room and then I might sit in the uh, tea room, you know, but always being available. and. In that way, you uh, gain experience, but also have to deal with things, you know, on your own, if you like. So it's a continuum of being completely supervised and doing nothing on your own to hopefully at the end of the year, uh, being able to do simple anesthetics safely and effectively and be confident so that, you know, assuming that you pass your exam, you can then go out and, and practice your skills. How did you get into supervising as well? So that's a really good question. I can't remember. <laughs> I think that we just, we don't have any, at the time we didn't have any FANSCA trainings. We didn't have any, uh, if you like, anesthesia specialist trainings. And so we, uh, when I took over the department, I was aware that actually having trainees and doing teaching and learning is one of the ways that you keep yourself fresh and keep yourself in the game. And so uh, we cast around to see what training we could provide. So we actually provide anesthesia training for uh, obviously GP anesthetists and the, the rural generalist training, but we also do anesthesia training for ASIM 
ASIM people, so people that want to be ED physicians. And this year we're doing it also for ICU physicians. People who want to do ICU have to do uh, six months to a year of anesthesia and we'll be providing that training as well. So I think, you know, as a department, you know, providing training and keeping your your skills vital and passing them on to the next generation is really important. Thanks to Dr. Walker for talking about her work and to you for listening. If you're interested in becoming a supervisor or joining the Victorian Rural Generalist Program, head to vicruralgeneralist.com.au. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and links to all those are in the show notes. You can listen to more stories from Rural Generalist Supervisors by subscribing on your podcast app of choice, where there's already a range of stories from supervisors in the Loddon Mallee teaching specialist skills like emergency medicine, obstetrics and gynaecology, and paediatrics. We're publishing new stories each week, so stay tuned. Finally, this podcast has been made possible by funding from the Victorian Department of Health through the Loddon Mallee's Rural Generalist Program, Murray City Country Coast GP Training, and Monash University's Northwest Victorian Regional Training Hub, funded through the Commonwealth Department of Health's Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program.